Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Farah, what does the word feminism mean to you? To me, yeah. the word feminism means an angry woman. No, that is not what it means. Okay. Feminism basically means somebody or some. It's a concept where um, you are advocating equality between sexes. It's not about advocating sameness, but uh-huh. it's advocating equality. What's the difference between sameness and equality? Girl, why are you asking me all these questions? Am I here? Like, I don't know. Just being like with your own perceptions towards the the feminism thing, because a lot of people when they hear the word, "Oh, I'm a feminist," oh, that is scary. You just want to take uh-huh. away some things from us. Maybe that's not true i want to hear from you how you how you translate the word feminism into your daily life well okay when you're talking about equality and sameness sameness is the fact that um we don't expect that men and women be they are exactly the same because there are physical differences between the two we are not promoting or feminism isn't promoting that men and women are the same it's the fact that men and women should be awarded or afforded the same opportunities and the same um, privileges in life and rights in life okay so but there is not just one woman in the studio. Yeah, there is another. Oh, so much estrogen, y'all. And it's y'all. not me for the first time. <laughs> it is Adrian. Hey, Adrian, how's it going? Hi, good, good, very good. You want to talk about being a feminist and how we can apply that into our daily lives. And first of all, I'm going to ask you this question. Maybe it's to both of you. I can I can ask question for this entire time. But uh, sure. why should you apply feminism into your daily life, Adrian? Why? Hmm. Because feminism is inclusive. Feminism is diverse. Um, feminism is equal and it's fair. To me, that's why you should apply feminism in your everyday life because it encompasses all of these values. For yourself, mm-hmm. from for your me. own standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that standpoint. translate into your daily life? What do you take from the idea of the theory of feminism and apply that to your daily life? A lot of times people like to make fun of, oh, if you're a feminist, carry your own chair up to your house. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're a feminist, <laughs> do your own thing and you know, stop asking us to open the door, pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Some people have the idea. The internet certainly have enough memes for us to look through. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean for you? How do you apply that? Um, so for me, feminism and how I apply it every day is in our everyday, in my everyday interactions, really, um, in my everyday actions. So for instance, if, so feminism also looks into class inequality and, um, when we talk about class inequality, I look at lower income earners who mostly do laborious jobs every day. So your everyday cleaners, your everyday, um, don't, uh, your trash pickers, Right. Um, how do you interact with them on an on an everyday basis? Mm. Is it patronizing? Is it respectful? Is it kind? Is it um, demeaning? So what is it? So for me, feminism is all about um, being respectful of the class inequality that happens between these two people and then yeah just taking it from there I want to take a step back from that Um, Mm -hmm. before we even talk about how you apply um, feminism in your life I want to know when it was in your life when Mm -hmm. you kind of realized that feminism is something that you needed to advocate did you used to work somewhere or or everyday life because as far as I know you mentioned it before that you used to work in the uh, UNHCR yeah that's uh, right for the sexual and gender based violence uh, violence unit yeah that's right that's Mm -hmm. right Um, so I've started out 
So to your question, um, Farah, I was fortunate enough to have a point in my life where I said, okay, I'm going to be a feminist from here on. Mm-hmm. So that point was when I was doing a class presentation and um, the dress code was formal wear and so I was dressed in this formal attire and before I started my presentation this guy classmate of mine said oh my god just because they're doing a presentation entertainment um, she's dressed so sluttily and he said that twice um, in front of the whole crowd before I started my presentation I was just baffled and I just went to him and I was just like what do you mean by that and I think he didn't expect me to confront him. And then he was like, oh, no, I didn't mean that. So ever since then, I mean, it was a series of events happening up to that point. But that point was when I said, I'm going to be a feminist from now on because I'm sick and tired of um, receiving comments like this. I'm sick and tired of being discriminated like this only on the basis of my gender. What are the other examples of someone uh, who can be discriminated uh, against, you know, just based on their gender in a modern society or a Malaysian society. So You can both talk, by the way. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Farah. Thanks for the permission. Um, once again, uh, we are equal, bro. No, because I feel like there's an extra mouth in here and I try to like give you both the time. No, okay. because, no, because talk about feminism, it's not just about... Because sometimes when we think about women, we think of them as sexual beings and we talk about things like sexual harassment and things like that. But it really comes down to the most basic things. For example, women still don't get equal pay next to men. Um, it is said that black women earn something like 70 cents to the dollar of what a white man earns. A Latina earns something like 50 cents to the dollar. So we're talking about simple things like this. It's not just a matter of just about, um, not just, but it's not just an internalized thing. It's a very real, practical, everyday life thing. The more men get promotions. Men, employers, ask employees or future employees about whether they're going to get married whether they're interested in having children only women get asked these questions that's unfair these mm-hmm. are practical things or practical obstacles that stop you from living your life to the very fullest mm-hmm. is that not yep, something yep. Yeah. we don't we don't well personally for me in my experience at uh as well I don't just get asked um, if I want to get married or if I want to have children but I also get asked like when do you plan on getting married Mm. Um, do you plan on having children and these are legit um, job interview questions and I'm just like and how does that make you feel um, offended really because I'm here trying to interview for a job based on my capabilities and my skills but you are here asking me personal questions about my personal life about when I would want to get married or when or if that even is an option for me like that's not something that you would ask um, someone with a penis Mm -hmm. okay now knowing that we're going to take a short break and come back and discover more about Adrian's take on feminism and how she handles it and how she injects that as a way of life into her daily routine this is Kevin and Farah and you're listening to True Me you're still listening to Kevin and Farah on True Me in here on Ice Kacang. Uh, but we are talking to Adrienne um, today as she's our everyday feminist. Um, here's the thing. When we talk about feminism, a lot of people expect feminists to be angry lesbians who burn bras, um, who hate men and not basically... Not shave their armpits. Not shave their armpits. But that's not the only face of feminism, yeah? So tell us a little bit about your view of feminism and how you advocate. My view on feminism. So... Personally, I've always followed Chimamanda Ngozi's Adichie's definition of feminism, which is um, the belief in social, political and economic equality of the sexes, right? And what I do in my capacity, at least, is to advocate for these um, rights. So economic rights, political rights and um, social rights. 
for uh, women particularly. So I personally have been, yeah, as Kevin mentioned earlier, um, in my first professional job, I worked with UNHCR under the Sexual and Gender-Based Violence Unit, where we advocate for the prevention of sexual abuse against women and children. And then before that, I used to intern and volunteer with All Women's Action Society, which is a women's rights NGO. And then before that, um, very briefly with Protect and Save the Children, which is a children's NGO. So yeah, I was actually, yeah, so I was your person going out to rallies. Yeah, but I was involved in discussions that spoke about feminism, um, that spoke about feminism and sexuality, spoke about feminism and porn, that spoke about feminism in all aspects of uh, your life. How I apply it in my daily life, I also try to talk... Um, I try to talk about it in um, my everyday conversations because I am a woman and it's very much attached to my identity, this whole topic of feminism. So everything and anything really, if you talk about employment, if you talk about sexual harassment, if you talk about um, discrimination, if you talk about anything, it's always tied to my identity. So yeah, so I just usually try to influence change through my conversations and through my actions. Actually, uh, that's something that I wholeheartedly believe in. It's it's the, the concept of starting at the grassroots level and really mm. just having or sparking that conversation. It's really important. Mm -hmm. But here's one thing I found. Um, when I would, There are many instances where I'm having this conversation and let's say we were to talk about something related to feminism. I would have people immediately like shy away immediately sort of like alama farah no need lah to get into these sort of conversations immediately they like assume like an eye roll exactly and it doesn't just come from men it also comes from other women it's, it seems like to talk about this it's incredibly it's too serious and you know that basically someone's going to be villainized mm. that's kind of the idea and concept mm. Mm. Um, but let's say with you you talk about having these conversations how do you navigate around um, those sort of responses well first of all I don't include the word feminism in it I mm. realize how um, because of its language as well mm -hmm. um, it could exclude people from conversations so um, when we talk about women's rights I don't even say things like women's rights or sexual harassment I mean I don't even use all of these terminologies so for instance like if someone were to talk about um, sexuality a woman's sexuality and her freedom to have open relationships and have it permissible just like how men are allowed to have lots of partners partners at the same time right i don't talk about feminism i don't inject the words feminism in it i don't inject the words um like oh it's a woman's right to do this this, mm -hmm. this but i just talk about how um why is it that men are allowed to do it but then and women not so and i don't do so much of um tacky questions mm -hmm. i don't do a lot of um yeah i just try to understand where they come from and then just have a conversation from there mm. on yeah Because here's the thing about it, there are a lot of people who would say, um, then why use the term feminism if you are talking about equality? Instead, use terms like you're a humanist. Um, like I have my own personal stance on that. It's the idea that the reason we say um, a feminist movement or a gay movement is because we're bringing strength and empowering that word, right? So in this situation, why do you think people are so afraid of the term feminist or feminism? Um, honestly, I think it 
boils down to a shift in power. Um, power towards the minorities is usually quite a scary thing because then power is not maintained within a majority group. So for this instance, if we talk about a patriarchal world and a patriarchal system, then there's power that lies in a particular group of people that benefit from patriarchy, which is men. And so with greater visibility on the cause, then that means that there's going to be more conversations around it. And with more conversations, it's going probably going to create more fear as well. So I think that um, because of certain ways that media is also portrayed, um, feminism and its connotations, it's almost created a negative image around it but Mm -hmm. at the essence of it I think really that it's people afraid of this shift of power or that women realizing that there's power within them um, instead of having to rely on men and Mm. this is obviously in heterosexual there are obviously things that men do better and things women do better physically speaking Mm. and to accept that just because you are different because of your gender doesn't mean that you should not have the same job offers Mm. should not be offered the same security that is just absurd that is an absurd argument Mm -hmm. Uh, so what I want to finally ask you is as a person since you've adopted a feminist mindset how has that changed you and the way you treat people that's my final question for you very differently so Say from comparing to myself a few years ago and to me now, I speak to my female friends or even um, anyone else really, like my gay friends, my trans friends, all very differently. I don't say so. I used to be a transphobic person because mm. of how I was raised. Uh, I was also born a Catholic and raised a staunch Catholic as well. So I used to have homophobic um, tendencies, sentiments as well, mm. and tendencies. Um, so when I got into the world of feminism, I also was exposed to, to the world of um, LGBT and sexuality and all these kinds of stuff that comes under feminism. And I started um, approaching things very differently from then on. It's affected my behaviors. It's affected my interactions with people. So yeah, it's just affected me as a whole, really. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adrian. That was actually rather enlightening and it's amazing. Um, I just want to tell everyone out there to support the feminism idea is not to be a woman. You don't have to be a woman. You don't have to, to be support. against men. And, and it's not about that. I, I encourage everybody out there to do a bit of reading. You have the internet. When you're in the bathroom trying to poop. But the idea is, <laughs> is look it up. It is about equality. Um, when you talk about feminism, you can't help but think about other groups that have been marginalized. Um, so yes, please go and do that. Um, and once again, you can um, share your thoughts with us. Uh, get onto our website, www.icekacang.my. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And if you want to get in touch with Kevin, you can get to him at Mr. Kevin Chong. Hey girl, I got it on Instagram. And um, to me, apparently, at OMG Farah. Thank hey. you very much, Farah. I know that took a lot out of you. I know that sucked the soul out of you to tell people that your Instagram handle, but <laughs> Farah is very anti-social media. Right. Yeah. She's just doing it for the job. Thank you, Adrian. We hope Thank you're you happy. Guys. We hope you're healthy. Ooh, we yes. hope that whatever you do, you continue to spread the joy and the, the warmth love. that mm. you show in the studio on oh. this session with Trumi today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you.